0: Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined by my sometimes co-host, all the time husband, Kyle.
1: And the one who has yet to come up with his own normalized entry spiel.
0: Yeah, that's true. I feel
1: self-conscious about
0: There's no need to feel self-conscious.
1: Maybe I'm your sometimes self-conscious husband.
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, it's Monday. And we're back with loads of awesome. Back at it again. That's right. Yeah. We have a lot that I've found for the awesomes and watch, read, listen, lifestyle. You mm-hmm. have a lot in the way of news. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. What's what how do you
1: what quantifies a lot?
0: Hmm. I think it's like north of a little.
1: Yeah. I've. I have no way to find myself to this Neverland. Hmm. I don't know. All right. You make me feel bad when you say it's a lot. Like, did I? Because I am secretly self-conscious. Yeah, I'm like, uh, (laughs) hey, did I? Did I do too much there?
0: Um, let's get into it because there is so much for the watching, the reading, yeah. the listening, the lifestyle. Well, we're
1: here to talk about things, yeah, we so are. we might as well talk about things.
0: It's my literal job, literally, and it's the best job ever. Well,
1: it's one of your favorite things ever.
0: Yeah, talking. It is, and especially talking to people. Yeah, even if it's your sometimes husband. All the time, husband. Um. Okay. So watch wise we finally finally completed the series lucifer first it was on fox then it was on netflix we watched it all on netflix we did it
1: it it was our own version of hell (laughs) all the puns intended
0: i i'm conflicted because i i do believe that once lucifer was bought by netflix and, and went into production on netflix i do think that season four was better. Like the writing is yeah. better. The plot lines were better. Well,
1: I felt, I felt like if I may season one, maybe even season two, they weren't bad. Right. They weren't bad. In fact, they, they drew us in. Yeah. Now it seemed to me like, like uh, network TV ran out of ideas yes. and Netflix was like, move. Yes. I got it. Right. And they did. Yeah for a season yeah and then they're like oh damn this is harder than we thought
0: season five went off the rails it was a a struggle
1: it was a struggle yeah and especially the final two episodes maybe just because we knew it was the last (laughs) last mile from home or whatever
0: it was rough (laughs) we did finish it there is a season six coming next
1: year i don't know if we can do that or not we'll see
0: we'll see um but it's worth a watch yeah all
1: that whining and complaining that's kind of what i do um it was it's worth a watch. You may you don't feel obligated to finish the whole thing, but it's there.
0: And don't please do not expect it to be theologically accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This is not endorsed by the church, any of the churches.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, you did a little dabbling in the Netflix docuseries Heist. Yeah. You've watched a few episodes. It's, no, I watched the whole thing. You did the whole thing. Yeah. So you completed that too. Yeah. Is it I'm a the completionist? Watch? You are, yes.
1: Um, yesish. Okay. Both of these shows, Lucifer and Heist, where I would place them is, if there's something you see that you want to watch, pick that. Right. When you're out of things to watch or you're unsure, these are fine. Now, Lucifer is going to provide you six or five seasons of stuff. Yes. Um, There's one season of Heist. Technically, I don't know how they've broken it down. It looks like one season, but there are, I think, three different Heists that are covered couple
0: episodes here and there on each one. Um, really interesting. And so each of the sort of like chapters of it that they cover all deal with their own standalone heist. Yes. Even yes. though each heist gets more than one episode. Yes. Okay.
1: If, if you're into that kind of thing, whether it's just interesting to you or if you yourself have thought idiots got caught, I could have done better than that. From that perspective, you'll enjoy this.
0: Okay. All right.
1: You may not, You may not stay up until the wee hours trying to power watch it, but it'll be there
0: for you. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. From what I saw, and I did sleep through most of it, from what I saw, it looked like it was well done. I thought so. Um, The awesomes, many of them have been loving the series Manifest. This is the series where uh, the, the sort of inciting action of the series is that there was a plane totally, you know, normal plane trip and uh, unbeknownst to the passengers that were on this plane when they landed, they discovered that five years had passed since yeah. they took off but there was like only a normal plane ride's worth of time for them yeah okay so many awesome suggested this and, and said they've been loving it we tried it i did not make it more than what Ten minutes? Yeah, it was
1: it was a little more stressful than what you were in the mood for.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sure it's a
1: great show. Yeah, and, and on another night, it yeah. may be perfect. Just yeah. last night, yes. you, it wasn't it wasn't singing your siren song.
0: It was not. I was getting so much anxiety just thinking about the whole setup, especially mm. because one of the main stories it seems like it has to do with the family, with children. Yeah. And there's, you know, that, I don't that's know. what I was
1: gonna just, add. And I don't think it's a spoiler. One of the kids has a terminal illness and as the five-year time frame went he should have been dead and so there were some uncomfortable questions and yeah that that was yeah i could see how you'd get sensitive on that
0: a little stressful a little stressful okay so if you're on netflix here are a few new releases coming up or that have just dropped oh man so netflix has a, a little mini like documentary kind of uh one of those like Pop culture reviews that they do every now and again. Mm-hmm. This particular series is called "The Movies That Made Us." Yeah, and so they already had had one season out. Season one covered movies like Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. That too. I don't know what it's a a custard, custard for ghosts. <laughs>
1: it's a cooking show for the paranormal.
0: Um, it had you skipped Die Hard, Die Hard, yeah. Which,
1: in fact, is it a
0: Christmas movie? I think a lot of people would say yes. Okay. I've never seen Die Hard. I this refuse to take entirety. a stance,
1: but I've seen it many times.
0: Yes. Um, season two is out now, and some of the movies that they cover in season two include Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park. Our twins are super into Jurassic Park and dinosaurs in general right now. Yes, they are. They are like starstruck. They are awed by the fact that I. Watched Jurassic Park in 1993 when it came out yeah. in the theater.
1: Yes, and when they asked me, I would not say that I crushed their souls. Yeah, I think I dented their souls. Okay. Because they asked me if I watched it when it came out in the theater. And I said no, because at the time I thought dinosaurs were stupid and I hated Jeff Goldblum. And they were dumbfounded by this answer, partially because I don't think they know who Jeff Goldblum is. No, they don't
0: know which one it is. Anyway, yeah.
1: I probably was a little too
0: honest. You put a little dent into their soul. That's going to be one of their formative moments of childhood. Remember when Dad told us that dinosaurs were stupid? Yeah, how how dare he? (laughs) Okay, also over on Netflix, you can watch a documentary about Naomi Osaka. She is a uh, tennis champion, and this is like a little docu-series, I guess, so there's more than one episode, but it's all focused on her. She's 23 years old. She has been ranked first by the Women's Tennis Association and represents the first Asian player to maintain a top ranking in the singles category. 23, okay. tennis, tennis champion. All right, well, that is on Netflix over on Hulu, if here's the thing. Like I mentioned last week, a lot of the streaming platforms have kind of cut back on their new releases right now because they know so many people are watching the Olympics.
1: In fact, though, they're not.
0: Oh, wow. Well, this is news to yeah, it's me. Yes,
1: massively low ratings right now. Well,
0: but here's the thing that I'm curious about.
1: You're curious about the cardboard beds that were made to discourage <laughs> sex at the Olympics. <laughs> And the articles, the the statements made that, oh, no, these will hold up to bedtime activities Look, is what they refer
0: to them as. Yes. If you are interested in romantic interludes, you can make it happen with or without a, right. you a don't,
1: cardboard bed. You, you don't need a bed. <laughs> you don't need a bed.
0: Um, but so, yeah, um, on Hulu, they, do, they don't have much new program, programming coming out because Hulu Live is one of the – Platforms where you can watch the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they did do is they just recently dropped the entire series, My Wife and Kids. That was a sitcom that came out in the early 2000s. You didn't watch TV back then, really, because you were coaching.
1: That's true. Remember the those only days? The TV I watched was other people playing football games for scouting purposes.
0: That's right. Uh, My wife and kids starred Damon Wayans and Tisha Campbell Martin. They were an upper middle class black couple raising their three kids. They had their first child when they were 16. And so it kind of like follows their whole family's like adventures. It's, I mean, it's a family life sitcom. We have plenty of these. So anyway, it had not been available for streaming, but now the whole thing, all 123 episodes. You can wow. watch it on Hulu. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it is. Um, on HBO Max, they've got a couple of new releases. Many, many, many awesomes talking about Ted Lasso season two. Um, a lot of our awesomes loved Ted Lasso. Did first you see things in the notes? I'm going to go back to that. Okay. It
1: threw me. Yeah, I'm a very methodical person.
0: Yes. Well, in my mind, I meant to talk about this first. So okay. here we are. Ted Lasso. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Ted Lasso stars Jason Sudeikis. It's about the, he was a small time football coach who ends up being hired to coach a professional soccer team. They call it football there. Yes. That's not what he coached here. Okay.
1: So it's the <laughs> cultural crossover of. Yes. Football, football.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So there was, um, you know, so many people loved Ted Lasso season one. Well, season two is now out on Apple TV. So there's that. So many people talk about how funny and charming and heartwarming and also just, yeah, generally hilarious this show is. So cool. season two is now out. Also, if you're over on HBO Max, nope, that was Apple TV. That, that's where I got okay, a little mixed up in my notes. Also,
1: also is fine. <laughs> if you're also over, because you could do both simultaneously with multiple devices.
0: Yeah. Yes, you could. You could have actually multiple screens going. Our kids going. Do. Yeah, I know. It's watched, so stressful to me.
1: I've watched our second daughter play games on the PC and her phone at the same time. Yeah.
0: I know. I don't know how they do it, but well, I guess power to them. Yeah, when you have a younger brain than I do. Okay, so that's on Apple TV. Um, on HBO Max, there's a show called The White Lotus. This is from a man named Mike White. He is best known for writing the screenplay for School of Rock, but this is a satirical comedy about the lives of staff and guests at a tropical resort in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It stars Connie Britton, Jennifer Coolidge, Steve Zahn. And you enjoy Steve Zahn as an actor, comedic. He was in um, Mad Dogs and yeah, yeah, um, going all the way back to um, That Thing You Do.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's I liked him better in that. Did you? There was a, a fresher, more snarky goodness yeah. in that. But Mad Dogs is a great movie series. Series, thing. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a just a long movie.
0: Yeah, basically. Single
1: is. season story. There was plainly only one. Plot line yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. sure. For
0: sure. And finally, um, some suggestions from the awesomes. Awesome Nicole said that she and her husband are really loving Dr. Death. It is on Peacock. Dr. Death originally was a story told in podcast format. It was a limited series podcast okay. about a real life. It's like a real life story of a doctor in Texas named Dr. Christopher Dunch. And he was like this young charismatic surgeon in Texas, um, very well known in the medical community. And it turns out that a lot of just like routine spinal surgeries that he were he was doing, the patients ended up being either permanently disabled or dying. Man. And so eventually two fellow physicians and then a Dallas prosecutor kind of clue into what's happening. And
1: He's a serial killer.
0: Well, I mean, ooh, that's. Maybe. I guess one way to look at it. Okay. So the story is pretty well known because it made a lot of waves when it first came out in podcast format. We've talked about it with I, our friend Faustino. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I, I'm. Yeah, I
1: recalled that conversation.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um He was
1: not, in fact, disgruntled by the fact that this person had beaten him to the punch. He was not endorsing. The killing of patients? Uh, no,
0: absolutely not. So, he was horrified by the yeah, story. Just, just wanted
1: to clear that up. Yeah, Don't definitely. Don't want to run him off any clients or anything. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I mean, likewise, I would talk about financial scandals, but that's not what I'm out to do. No, in my business, right? I hope, yes. I would hope any of my clients would know that.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for clarifying that. It's good to know. Um, awesome. Amy suggested. The uh, series Schmigadoon, which is on Apple TV, it's a musical parody. Now, you like a lot of things in life, but musicals are not one of them. Not
1: typically, no.
0: I like a lot of things, and musicals are definitely one of them.
1: The only form of musical that I could point to, to enjoying, is some of... Arguably, you could qualify as musical. Some of Monty Python's work.
0: Okay, yes, yes. And I do feel like the Monty Python musical numbers were parodies. Oh, absolutely. A yeah. And so that's the same <clears throat> idea for this show, Schmigadoon, which is produced by Lorne Michael of SNL, longtime fame. Um, it stars Keegan-Michael Key, Sicily Cic- oh, Strong, I can't talk today, um, Alan Cumming, and the whole Like, gist of the show, the plot is that there's this couple, um, I think their names are Josh and Melissa, they're on a backpacking trip, they're kind of like trying to rekindle, reinvigorate their relationship, and they find themselves in a magical town that is stuck in a 1940s musical, which is where all the musical numbers come in, Yes, and then they learn that they can't leave the town until they find true love. So, oh, no. Yeah, it's true.
1: I'm doomed. It's true.
0: So lots of great stuff to watch this week on the streaming platforms. Now, reading wise.
1: What? Wh- people read?
0: Yes. I, I have never. I have a great read to talk about. However, this is just a little teaser. I'm going to save it for my awesome of the week on this Ugh. coming Friday How episode. dare
1: you at least tease the title.
0: Oh, the title. Okay, yeah, it's "Any Way the Wind Blows" by okay. Rainbow Rowell.
1: Okay, so tune in Friday yes. if you want the the details, the deets, the, as the kids call them. I'm sure yeah, kids
0: would love it. The, they to probably know that.
1: both of them unknowingly just flinched.
0: <laughs> they don't. They have no idea why. Yes, exactly. They totally did. But we do have um, another book to celebrate that was just published by one of our awesomes. I love to share when people in our awesome community. Yeah publish books. And so this is a new book from Kate Jones and Mandy Hose. Mandy Hose is, um, they are Australian. Mandy Hose is a woman who not only writes and has a blog, they have a podcast, but she's also a sleep consultant and she has a specialization in working with families that have children with special needs or additional needs.
1: They're both Australian. Yes. Well, Kate and Mandy, Stay tuned for the news later. We have some Australia stories.
0: Oh, good. I love an Australia story. Yeah, i got a couple, but go ahead. Um, Mandy was generous enough back when Nico was about five months old and we were having some sleep issues and I had some sleep questions. Mandy met with me just like... I recall this. Yes, absolutely, totally... Um, just as a kindness, met with me via, we like, we talked on Instagram, which I didn't even know you could talk live on Instagram, but she called me via Instagram. And she spent like, nearly an hour just talking to me about infant sleep. And she's so gentle and compassionate, but she also understands like the sort of holistic need in the family for sleep and how important it is for everybody. And so the name of the book that they just released is called The Invisible Life of Us. The subtitle is welcome to the joyous, messy, colorful world of parenting kids with additional needs. And I'm really excited for them that this book is out in the world. So All right, let's talk about some listens. Okay. So, as you know, yesterday, Saturday, we're recording on the weekend. Yes. yes.
1: The time, space, space, time continuum. Yes.
0: On Saturday, I uh, cleaned. The house, at least the downstairs, the upstairs. You cleaned a lot. Yeah, the upstairs still needs to You didn't head. clean
1: my office, but I have not hired you to do that yet.
0: You don't – excuse me. No, I me. don't.
1: I don't want you in my you office. You do not like stay to out of my anyone office. to go in your you office. You and anyone listening, stay the hell out of my office. <laughs>
0: um, but, I, yeah, I had a lot of cleaning to do. And one of my very favorite things to do while I'm cleaning is just pop a podcast and on. And
1: play with matches.
0: <laughs> no matches. Didn't want to clean that. Whoops. Um, sometimes I'm tempted when I'm in the kids' rooms, but no. Yeah. Um, I love to put a podcast on, and I was all caught up on podcast episodes. So I I pulled up one of my favorite podcasts that I just kind of listen to, hit and miss. It's not when I listen to every single episode. But it's called Endless Thread. And it's a publication or a production, I mean, from um, public radio in Boston. And their whole concept of their show is based on Reddit threads. Nice. We know I enjoy the Reddit.
1: Yeah, it was like a double whammy. It
0: is a double whammy of goodness. It's a podcast about Reddit, two of my favorite things. And so Endless Thread is the name of the podcast. And I listened to an episode called The Great Glitter Mystery. And the mystery involves this. A
1: man that came home Claiming he hadn't been to the strip joint, but he was covered in glitter. You
0: would think that, but it goes even deeper into the glitter industry than that. So one of my favorite subreddits truly is, um, it's called Unresolved Mysteries. And, you know, a lot of the mysteries people talk about on there have to do with murder and kidnapping and, and kind of downer stuff. However, every now and again, there'll be a case that truly is like, what's going on here? And it has nothing to do with anyone dying or being kidnapped. Well, somebody had posted a thread relating to a newspaper article they had read that profiled the glitter industry. Okay. And so this newspaper reporter had gone to Glitter X, which is one of the biggest manufacturers of glitter in the country. And they were like kind of talking about glitter, this and that. And and the reporter just kind of offhand asked like, so like who would some of your clients be? And And the person, the employee for Glitter X was like, well, I'll tell you this much. They're our biggest client, I could never tell you who it is, like because they would be horrified if people found out that their product has glitter in it. Oh, man. Okay, right? General Mills, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> well, okay. So then somebody posted on Unresolved Mysteries, like, what is this? glitter in that we don't know about. So people were making all kinds of guesses and people were saying, like, is it food? Like, is it something we're actually eating? Anyway, if that sounds intriguing to you, you have to go listen to this episode of Inless (sighs) Thread. I might even do this. (laughs) The Great Glitter Mystery. It's a truly fun little episode of podcast investigation. And I will tell you, by the end of the episode, they do solve the mystery of it. So it's very satisfying. Okay.
1: What did uh, we just listen to after lunch today? What song was it? I can't remember now. We quite enjoyed it. We went through a whole diatribe of trying to get Alexa to recognize. Oh, uh,
0: Hooked on a Feeling. Yes. Blue Swede. Yes. On a feeling. <laughs>
1: that's worth listening to. It's a little earwormy. Yeah. Even if I just blacked out and couldn't remember it. Um, no, that's a good. Uh, we'd forgotten. One of the kids said something yes. that was actually one of the lyrics to it. And we were like, Oh, like often Alexa, play this song. Yeah. I'm kind of low voice whispering that because she's just around the corner listing and yes. I don't want her to
0: start playing
1: it <laughs> or we'll be copyright stricken.
0: That's for sure. Even Nico was jamming out to Yeah,
1: it's a good, it's a good cut.
0: Okay. Well, I do have some lifestyle suggestions for you all straight from the awesome community. The first one comes from awesome Teresa. She picked this up um, as an early Christmas gift. She's bought it now, stashing it away for Christmas for her husband. It is a, Gift box of soaps Mm -hmm. that are all Star Wars themed. Oh, interesting. From a company called Dr. Squatch. Listen.
1: Listen. Listen. I said it three times.
0: Is this like Jesus, barely, barely I say it to you? Yes,
1: it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Just as a pure aside. Yeah. So somehow magically, undoubtedly because of internet algorithms and because I'm a dude, like probably. 40% 40% of ads that come up on YouTube for me yeah. are Dr. Squatch. And this is one of those companies who historically has done a fantastic job. Their ads are entertaining. You watch the ad not because you want soap, but because it's hilarious.
0: Okay. So
1: even if you're not interested in Star Wars soaps, Dr. Squatch soap, which does seem to be an
0: outstanding
1: brand of men's soap. Yeah. Just go look up the ads on the internet and watch them; they're hilarious.
0: Good to know. I had never heard of Doctor Squatch, but one of the awesomes asked Teresa, "Like, are these generally good soaps?" And she had nothing but good things to say about yeah. Doctor Squatch. So they're good;
1: they're natural. They're all the things, right? Okay. They're real soap, they're, not not detergents and weirdness.
0: Now, everyone who's listening is going to get nothing but Doctor Squatch ads for Probably. like the next couple of months. Probably, feel free
1: <laughs> to. Uh, Thank me later. Yes.
0: Well, mm. she said that this gift box, the the soaps are beautiful. It was $32. You get four Star Wars themed soaps. So if you have a Star Wars fan in your life and you're looking for a unique and yeah. mutual gift, go ahead and grab a box of their Star Wars soaps while they have them.
1: Nothing's better than rubbing Yoda on your private parts <laughs> in the shower.
0: Oh, my Lord. Okay.
1: I'm not the one who made that up. Actually, <laughs> I am. I'm sorry.
0: I feel like there is some kind of... May the force be with you. A you joke could, embedded in that. I could can't say, figure it you, out though. You could
1: say weirdly grammatically structured sentences while you watched yourself.
0: I <laughs> guess yes. mm,
1: clean you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could do that for sure. For sure.
1: That probably will haunt me later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so awesome Liz recommended especially since this past Friday's episode of Sort of Awesome is our big travel episode. Kelly Mm -hmm. and I giving tons of travel tips. Kelly told a hilarious travel with kids story. Anyway, Liz said related to that episode, she's been loving using the website and app Wanderlog. I looked it up. Basically, they allow you to kind of plan your whole trip, either one that you're actually going to take or even just like a dream trip. Yeah. you. It's like a one-stop shop. You can plan out your itinerary. You can use it to collaborate. Like if you and family members are taking a trip, everybody can put their ideas into your wander log.
1: What if you need to dispose of a dismembered body?
0: Ooh. Ooh. E. Do they have
1: prime stops for that?
0: I'm not going everglades, to everglades, to other such type
1: places. Literally,
0: not going to speak to that. Okay, but you can okay. use it however you want. These are things
1: that people need to know.
0: Uh huh. Yes. Um. So just you can build out your whole trip. There are. Articles um, for the places you're going to go visit, like five restaurants to eat at in Oklahoma Oklahoma City or whatever. Um, We have
1: five restaurants here?
0: We have a lot of restaurants, just because you and I don't go out to eat often. There are many. Fair enough. Um, So, yeah, it's wonderlog.com. And like I said, it's all free. They have an app. So go check that out if you are traveling soon. Uh, My friend Athena recommended a very fun pack of eyeliners from ColourPop.
1: Spelled in the British way.
0: It is spelled in the British way. I love ColourPop. I have never been disappointed with a product from them. And never been paid to endorse them. No, it's true. They've never been a sponsor or anything. I've been using ColourPop products for years, long before there was sort of awesome. But they're products, the colors are really highly pigmented. They have great staying power. They make fantastic lipsticks. Well, Athena tried their eyeliners. It's a whole set from their Get Graphic line of eyeliners. And they're really fun colors for eyeliners. They have navy, red, pink, yellow, and white in the the set. And she said she's been having a lot of fun just kind of experimenting with, you Mm -hmm. know, sort of like non-conventional eyeliner colors. Shell. Shell always has a recommendation. Yeah,
1: she does. You can't keep Shell out of the lifestyles.
0: She is awesome to the maximum. And this one, a, a suggestion of hers, I am fully on board with. She said she picked up a new red lippy. That's what those of us in the know call lipstick. Okay. It's from Buxom Cosmetics. It's called the Full Force Plumping Lipstick, she picked up the color Baller, which is a great red. That
1: has to be red. There's no oh, other yeah. color that Baller could be.
0: Yes. She said the plumping part is gives you a little bit of tingle. It has hyaluronic acid and conditioning oils in it, so it's great for your lips. I'm going to have to try this well, lipstick. For well, sure.
1: Here's what you need to do. Put a link in your show notes, and then go click that link and buy some.
0: Oh, I'm going to.
1: Okay. But I'm telling you to do that, oh, okay. not the other people. Yes. You need to do that. Yes. I feel like... And this isn't a weird flex. I feel like we've done well enough. We can buy you a lipstick.
0: (laughs) So very generous of you.
1: (laughs) I do what I can. I do what I can.
0: What if, though, I need to be more responsible about my lipstick purchases? Because I've got quite the collection Just get this one. Okay. Just
1: one at a time.
0: I mean, if Shell said to do it, then I'm probably going to do it. Shell
1: said to do it. You should do it. Do it. Use it. Yeah. And here's the real secret. If you don't like it... Throw it away.
0: I would never. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what. That's why I that's, have a huge collection. <laughs> that's where problems occur.
1: If you don't like it, get rid of it. It's okay.
0: All right. It's okay. So says you.
1: Unless it contains glitter in it from your former story. Yeah. And that's the
0: secret. Well, I will tell you this. Spoiler: the the major industry.
1: It's Maybelline.
0: No, it's not cosmetics. Maybe
1: it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I
0: was just trying. I know.
1: Maybe they'll sponsor me.
0: Maybe so, um, but no, it's not cosmetics. Okay. All right. Finally, awesome. Jessica said that they have been having so much fun serving this fun drink to guests this summer. It's from the blog the Nestor. The Nestor, uh, Michael and Smith has been on sort of awesome before. Oh. She's truly awesome, and so on her blog she had this little recipe um, for a fun fizzy popsicle drink, and it's it's exactly what you would think. Like I'm you,
1: reading your notes, and I'm making the. Ooh, yeah. sounded in my mind.
0: So what you do is you get your glass. It could be a champagne flute. It could be just any kind of clear glass. The clear is because you're going be to enjoy the fun of a it. a
1: ball jar typically used for whiskey? Yeah, could um, be. Distillation, that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. mason jar.
1: Yeah. Ball, ball jar, mason. Ball yeah. All those all kinds
0: of jars. It totally could Why be. Why did I think of ball
1: instead of mason?
0: Um, ball is a company that does... The, don't they make mason jars? I don't
1: know. Someone help us in the comments. People are
0: screaming at their phones. Yeah, it's okay.
1: If we didn't give you something to scream about, we were not good <laughs> audio fan, friends.
0: Well, so here's what you do: you get your glass, okay? You yeah. put some cut-up fruit. Summertime fruit could be stri- strawberries. Could be.
1: Oh, this sounds like something peaches. similar to what we've done recently.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, could you could slice up some kiwi? You put a little chopped up fruit down in there. You put some mint leaves in there and then a popsicle. Okay. The popsicle on the stick goes in the glass. you replace simple syrup with a popsicle. Basically that's what happens. And then you pour like um, some kind of fizzy drink. Uh, the Nestor suggests ginger ale. Try Topo Chico. could be a Topo Chico. You pour it over all of that. And then it fizzes up because Mm -hmm. you know, the popsicle part and there you go. It's a fun little drink. And so Jessica said that her favorite combo is to use, Use Outshine Lime Popsicles. So, from the company Outshine, they're Lime Popsicles. And then cranberry ginger ale Yeah, to pour over to make your fizzy Popsicle drink. Nice. Nice. All right. I will throw
1: in our, our bootleg recipe we did the other day. Okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of go to the grocery store with a general idea mm-hmm. of what you're going to make for a special meal. Yeah. But then... Leave your options open and see what's there, what's fresh, what's in season, For what's sure. all that. Yeah. And on a recent trip, they had raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, strawberries were all absolutely in season. And the store we shop at does try when they can to source from local stuff. Yeah. So it's not like a. a Fruit that was picked unripe and ripened on a truck, which is the whole thing that's ugly, but actually fresh stuff. And they look great. So I got some and we did did ice, just fresh berries. We didn't bother bother to muddle it, any of that. Just put fresh berries down in there. Uh, We used your favorite vodka, which is Tito's. My
0: very favorite. A little splash
1: of lime juice and then threw some mineral water, carbonated water in there with it. And it was a delight to drink. And then the fruit at the end was quite good. It was hard to explain to our toddler why he could not have those fruits.
0: He was so mad he about it. He was very
1: disgruntled.
0: <laughs> but we were responsible. Yes, we and did not. did not allow did him not, to have the vodka. You soap, may not raspberry.
1: have vodka berries, sir. No, not until you're four
0: yeah, exactly. You got a few years to go yet, sir. Okay, so that's what I have for the watches, the reads, the listens, the lifestyles., yeah. so you've got some news. I've got
1: some interesting news. Um, once uh, once you've escaped the possibility of being a murder victim, mm-hmm. Craigslist can do all kinds of wonderful things for you. Is that right? It's true. So long as you avoid the murder part. Don't do that part. Don't be a murder victim. Um, In the Talent Gigs section of the Hudson Valley Craigslist page, Mm -hmm. an ad recently appeared searching for a wedding date for someone's mother-in-law.
0: Oh. This sounds like the setup for a romantic comedy. It's...
1: Honestly, yes, except it wasn't that funny or she wouldn't have – she or he wouldn't have posed. I'm guessing it was a a bride-to-be that was trying to take care of a mother-in-law. That seems to be the more often Uh thing. Well, the ad detailed that it would be from Friday evening to Saturday evening went on to explain that the 51-year-old mother-in-law needed constant attention and supervision and that the date's sole job would be to distract and de-escalate. <laughs> the,
0: well, wait. Yeah. This woman needs, like, a professional, like, maybe a professionally trained well, counselor or something. She should not be on like, Craigslist and trying to find... Don't
1: let me forget that. Rando. Remind me of pre- professional at the end of this.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the date-to-be would need to be between the ages of 40 and 60, be a good dancer, and a good conversationalist. Okay. And for accepting this mission, uh-huh. compensation would include $1,000, okay. travel expenses, hotel room, food, and a list of conversation topics, okay. just to make sure things don't go stale. Now, the ad was ultimately removed, so we have no way of knowing if a date was secured. Uh-huh. Would you Would you do this? Uh, just pretend we're not married, you don't have weird things playing in, for $1,000, would you go put up with somebody else's family problem for 24 hours? All bills paid and $1,000 profit. I'd probably do it. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. No questions asked. If
0: that's my only job, like I don't have to do any of the yeah. family dynamics. I, coming from a family of dysfunction, have actually a lot of training built Yes, in. you do. And you never got paid. <laughs> I never got <laughs> not paid. One, not
1: one time. <laughs> And that's where I think there's a hidden business opportunity to get back to professional. If someone would start a business of the mother-in-law date for hire for these events, you bring in, it's like the, it's a soft core gigolo. You're not required to do anything creepy, ma'am or sir, whoever, whatever. You just have to be entertaining. Yeah. I could, I could see this. I think this is a if there's any awesomes that want to go after this, I might even invest in your startup. <laughs> all right. Oregon or Oregon or oregano or however it is. Um, I'm sorry, Shell, that I anybody think, wants us to pronounce it
0: uh, or is it or R- Rajan? No, I think it's Oregon. I,
1: I think don't That's know. how
0: Oregonites say it.
1: I can't ever remember.
0: They're all screaming at their phones right now.
1: Whatever the case may be, they're back in the news. Okay. Once again, um, they, just like Daniel, they can't stop with the white vans or yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They won't stop, in fact. So today we go to Seaside, Oregon.
0: Sounds beautiful. It's
1: in the upper northwest corner of the state, intersected by State Highway 101. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of an opa or a moonfish?
0: No, I sure haven't.
1: No, I haven't either, but neither have most Oregonians, Oregonians, Oregonians origami fans. Me,
0: yep, I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> However, <take these. laughs>
1: Yeah, those people, um, they probably haven't either because that fish traditionally prefers warmer waters, okay. yet one was found in Seaside on the beach, dead, oh. of course. Oh. Um, it was hard to miss. It was a 100-pound
0: fish. <gasps>
1: what? Yeah. yeah, that's a big fish. Okay, I hate it. So, early claims... Are
0: it's a dinosaur fish
1: that it's a dime. No, um, okay. maybe that also they have frozen the fish, not because it got too warm and died, but because that's what you do with a dead fish. You freeze it because their plan later this year is to dissect it. And for some lucky scientist, maybe have some fish fingers. I don't know <laughs> that part. Probably I added, um. Yeah, but that's it's a weird instance.
0: Very weird. Moonfish
1: should not be there, and the fact that there is a moonfish and that a hundred pounder—that's uh-huh. a whole thing. I would eat a moonfish's fingers if they have them, um, just yeah. to see.
0: I'm still back on the 100 pounds parts. So that's a big the fish. Whole story. Is that's a, a big fish. Definitely.
1: I think the biggest alarming. fish I've personally ever reeled in. Allowing for fishermen's lies is somewhere between twenty-five and thirty pounds.
0: Okay, so you can imagine a hundred is. I barely. I can That's... only
1: daydream of such insane things. Well, a few years ago, probably no one remembers this because it was a pretty individualized thing. A few years ago, a man in the UK he began having chest pains, and especially any time he walked or climbed stairs. Okay, so he does what any responsible person would do. He goes to the doctor. He's referred, as is often the case, to another doctor and so on until he ends up getting an angiogram.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, things escalated from there. Okay. He's ultimately told it was a bit of a miracle that he'd not yet had a major heart attack. Sure. He undergoes emergency bypass surgery. Okay. Um, and here's the thing now, most people who would have any experience with, whether it's themselves or someone they know, with an emergency bypass mm-hmm. deal, is it's like, one, two, or three. Yeah. This is, it's splicing of a vein from usually somewhere in your legs or something into your heart to bypass yes. a portion to keep your heart functioning. One, two, or three. Well, this dude has a quintuple. <gasps> five of them. I
0: didn't even know that was a thing. Well,
1: it's usually not. Yeah. It's usually not. He does survive. Um, touch and go. The operation took nine hours. The recovery with complications took months. Yeah. Um, as is normally the case. He's given all the disclaimers. Hey, you know, this could happen. That might happen. You could, I don't know, you could mess your pants anytime you're around a microwave, whatever all the things are that the doctors have to tell you for cases. Well, one of those side effects was or is memory loss. Interestingly, with, with open heart surgery, that memory loss can be Often enough, a side effect that they have to mention it.
0: Well, the brain is a mysterious thing. Well, so, yes, yes, evidently.
1: Um, seven weeks after surgery, most of which was spent in intensive care, yeah. he encounters his first moment of memory loss. Mm-hmm. He's watching The Matrix, and he's unable to recall the name of the lead, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Keanu is. Yeah. At least remember that his name was was Bill, right? <laughs> Whatever. Well,
0: only people from a certain generation know of his. Well, Bill, this but... dude
1: was in his '60s at this time, post '60s at this time. Okay. He he knew. Okay. Um, he can't remember. It's a little concerning, right? But mm-hmm. I guess overall, not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now it was roughly twenty years ago that the medical community recognized and began to quantify the threat of memory loss after open open heart surgery. And of course they conducted a study because that's what they do. 261 people, they're tracked, they're tested over various time frames post-surgery, all that stuff. And they found fascinatingly that 42% of open heart surgery people that they'd followed had at least a 20% drop in cognitive capacity, which persisted for up to five years. Whoa. Okay. After that, I guess it was like, screw off. We've got new heart (laughs) patients and we're (laughs) studying them. You're not interesting anymore. I don't know. Um, But that's how that went. So getting back to the story at hand, the UK man who we're talking about is famed author, Ian Ross. Okay. Now the most troublesome mystery loss uh, it was, it was discovered in a fascinating way for him.
0: Yeah.
1: He was preparing to get himself a new computer. Okay. As one would do, he's scouring through the old computer for documents that he might wish to salvage before he trashes the old one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. In that process, he opens up a document and finds a novel that evidently he discovers he'd written that he had no memory of. <gasps> the title of it, For the Good of All. Oh, my gosh. Which was just published recently. And he, he saw that title. He Googles it. He sees that it's just been published. He has zero memory of writing it or even whatever it might be about.
0: Whoa, that's freaky. It's
1: freaky. Now the real question is it real or is this a publicity stunt to promote this 2021 publication of a novel? <laughs> I don't know, but it's a great story either way.
0: I mean, if it is just a publicity stunt, it's a highly creative one. So yes, this I is, don't even care. Yeah,
1: it's an instance where if the lie is good enough, I'll I'll bite. Go ahead, I'll buy it.
0: I mean, that it it also just may be a case where truth is stranger than fiction, it's and true. that it really happened that way He at
1: least much like i'm sure he does for his novels if it is a lie he at least researched it thoroughly uh,
0: yes and has
1: a good see there's scientific evidence from decades ago
0: yes oh my goodness wow that would be such a crazy feeling
1: yes indeed um so in the past i believe even on the show we have and maybe it was pre when when this show got uh, adopted by your mother sh- excuse me i just belched like an ape um, for perhaps that was part of a callback to the past, because a, that's not new for me either. This is a double loss
0: <clears> in <throat> today' record. Excuse
1: me. Yes, um, in the past we have discussed that China and perhaps other countries have mastered the use of satellites and drones to control the weather. Mm-hmm. You recall this? Yes, I do. And it, it it's this is kind of one of those things that it's so sci-fi, fantastic that you forget about it. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, but that's too much for me to deal with right now, or whatever else. And you just forget. But sure. recently, recently, Dubai, they found themselves in a bit of a pickle. Okay. As it relates to the weather. Uh They were experiencing a severe drought. Temperatures were well into the 120s. Oh,
0: that's hot. Oh, my goodness. It is.
1: Now, I mean, of course, it is the desert after all. in the
0: middle of the desert, yes.
1: But anyway, so they sent drones up into the sky, into the clouds, where they unleashed electrical charges. And the result? Monsoon-like downpours across the country, even to the point of some issues with flooding. How do you feel about this?
0: You cannot, I mean, as much as we might like to find some relief to the challenges that Mother Nature brings, you can't, I mean, as the old adage goes, this thing was from the 1970s or whatever, you can't fool Mother Nature, but you can't they, mess with Mother Nature. They kind of have. They did it, and look what happened, bad things happen. Now it's- we're entering the realm of science fiction when we start to manipulate Yes. What nature intends for the planet. Agreed. It's weird. I thought you were going to say they ran into Jeffrey Bezos. In
1: well, Bezos is coming. Not just yet, but hang on. We'll get to him in a moment.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you're familiar with a slip and slide.
0: Of course. That it was is. a hugely fun and fantastic part of my childhood. In Indeed. Backyard, Indeed. Yes.
1: Um, Beaver Creek Mountain Resort in Pennsylvania and other ski resorts across the Great Land. land. They are participating in a slip and slide festival that travels the country. All right. They turn off-season ski slopes into (gasps) slip and slides. That
0: sounds dangerous.
1: Some of them spanning as much as a mile and a half in length. Wow. Yeah. So they make use of the resort's obviously already installed ski lifts. They add a few stand-up conveyors to take Lazy ass Americans on the rest of the way to the slip and slide because God forbid you exercise at any point in time in between. Right. i um, sorry. That was my own personal uh-huh. moment of rage. Yes. Um, yeah. You ride on over and then you hop on patrons slide 8,000 plus feet to the end of the ride. It's amazing. Wow. It looked amazing in the pictures I saw the festivals are scheduled minimally. Through Labor Day of this year, so if you're looking for something to do this summer, and especially if you are somewhere in proximity to ski slopes, you need to check and see if this is something available to you.
0: I, I mean, it sounds like so much fun, but also like safety wise, I'm sure that with I'm sure they went with the green
1: slopes. There's There's no double black diamond slip and slide. Find your way to the hospital, open heart surgery. You forgot what your name was, and that you were a famous (laughs) author. Your novel,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, would you do that?
1: I would. You'd just on? once. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go like all day. I'd just go right at once. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, we have a couple of our kids. I'm sure who would do yeah, it. Yeah, they would,
1: but they wouldn't know when when enough of a good thing was. They'd be like <laughs> again, again, again. Kids don't know when to turn it off. <laughs>
0: That's for sure. Oh my goodness.
1: Okay. Story number one that relates to the region of our friends in Australia. Okay recently yes. in the day-to-day activities of those experts who spend their time mapping the seafloor and that is a job and a profession sure, of course. something interesting was discovered.
0: oceanographers
1: if i could show you something interesting would you be interested i would very good. That's a classic sales line. Yes, um, it is. It was actually taught to me in sales training, <laughs> and it's never worked yet. <laughs> in any event, in the Indian Ocean, roughly 175 miles southeast of Christmas Island and at the depth of 10,171 feet, mm-hmm. they have found something mm-hmm. believed to be at least 100 million years old.
0: Ooh, tell me everything.
1: It's oval-shaped okay. with a central, quote, Pupil, What? It looks to be an exact representation of J.R.R. Tolkien's Eye of Sauron.
0: Oh, really?
1: It's, a, it's part of an underwater volcanic area. And so, all I know to make of this, if you, dear listener, or any of your friends or acquaintances, or even just someone you meet at the local gas station, if you find yourself with a ring... That needs to be destroyed. <laughs> it could be a ring that's of magic too great to be trusted to humans or yeah. perhaps a wedding ring from a marriage that didn't go as planned.
0: Yes.
1: Head to Australia. From there, it's an easy trip to this underwater volcanic zone, mm-hmm. provided that you can navigate the 10,000 feet down yeah, that's
0: required sure. to
1: get to the entrance. If not, just head to Australia for a vacation, provided that they'll let you into the country because of quarantine from covid and whatnot
0: yeah they're pretty serious about it
1: they're very serious i
0: don't know if they're going to be a huge fan of people just throwing their rings into the ocean but no no you need you need to swim down there that's ten
1: thousand. uh well find a way if it's important to you you'll find a way you are in fact saving humanity let's not (laughs) let's not cheapen that
0: yes 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 that's fascinating though do we think it's aliens
1: uh, no, no, I think I think they're pretty much. Well, they've not suggested it. It very well could be. They're pretty much satisfied with the volcanic perspective of things. But uh, like
0: it just naturally formed.
1: That's that's what they're claiming. I'm now that you've said aliens. I'm pretty convinced that's what it is. And they, they buried okay. the lead. All we'll right. see. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. see if it comes up again.
0: Okay.
1: Um, let's go to Arizona.
0: Wait, you said we had two stories about Australia. We do. Oh, I thought you were going to do it back-to-back. No,
1: no. Okay. I, I like to break it up a little right. bit. Yes. Don't get monotonous. Okay. Arizona, 40-year-old mom. She's recently enjoyed some TikTok fame. You and I talked about this earlier this week. Mm-hmm. It's Natalie Rayley. She has gone viral for sharing a binder that she has created for her husband. Yes. It is titled, Know Your Effing Wife. Yes. Her husband of 20 years, as she describes it struggles to remember her shoe size, what she likes on pizza, basically right. any other detail that might allow for a stronger relationship. So she's drafted this document. Yes. Really it's for him. Uh-huh. It's for him. Yeah. To provide assistance, somewhat somewhat of a reference manual of her preferences. She says the binder contains all the information needed. To make decisions without him having to perpetually ask her the same effing questions over and over again. Yes. Her TikTok video has well over 4 million views. Yeah, it does. So far. Yep. One fan has adamantly suggested that she market an actual workbook that people could (laughs) buy. So we'll see where this goes.
0: I hope she does. I hope she does. That's a great business opportunity. Yes. Good for her.
1: If you walk through the metrics with 4 million people. Yes. Aware, walk through the metrics just to do a self-published $5, $5 an ebook, She could make a mint doing she this. She
0: absolutely could. And it came up on my For You page. Yeah. I'm sure many of our awesomes. if you're on the TikTok, you probably saw it too.
1: Especially if you have a husband that needs a manual. Yes. <laughs> Don't know what that says about me. <laughs> now, recently, last week, we discussed... If not, if you weren't aware of that, you've heard this from other news sources. You're aware of the great billionaire space race and peony measuring contest. (laughs) It's reached pinnacle moments. (laughs) We had Sir Richard Branson, who made it into space. Yes. Though Jeff Bezos and some others contended that the maximum height he reached was only considered to be true space by some authorities oh and not gosh. by international oh, measures. Okay. It was some serious Bezos shade yeah. that got thrown. Yeah. Now, nonetheless, Branson, it has been declared, he will be awarded astronaut wings for his effort. And good for him.
0: Yeah, Good I mean, for him. him. He sure. spent
1: the money. Yeah, you did. could have bought those at the gift shop outside right? of NASA, but hey, yeah. good for you. Now, Bezos, hoping... To show that his peenie was bigger, he went several additional miles into space, past the Kármán line, which is recognized by the international astronaut standards as absolutely being in space. All right. Now, much to Bezos's chagrin, it looks as though he will not be receiving his own award of astronaut wings. What? Why? You say? Well, there's a new FAA astronaut rule that requires a contribution to spaceflight be made by the human <laughs> to warrant award of the wings. And Bezos's wiener-shaped rocket was <laughs> controlled entirely from the ground. As a result, he made no human contribution to the flight. So it looks like the wings are a no-go. Because
0: he was essentially just a passenger. He
1: was basically just a... Oxygen canister. Yeah. He was he was just along for the ride. No astronauting involved.
0: Well, poor Jeffrey Bezos.
1: Indeed. I won't lie, I feel a small amount of satisfaction from this.
0: Schweden rather.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> um so Branson actually was like piloting sometimes yeah, yeah. on the craft. Yeah. Okay. He was
1: he was involved with operation.
0: Interesting. Because
1: he is uh for all other things that you might picked to hate on him about. He is what some people might refer to as a cowboy, not in that he is a cattle rancher, but he's like, no, he's a hands-on, yeah. getting-it-done dude has been yeah. for his whole life. That is his establishment of fame. Bezos took the easy way out, oh. thinking he'd found his way to astronaut wings, but not so fast. Not
0: so fast. Jeff.
1: Maybe you should just go back and read books about
0: astronauts. <laughs> Get it? Sick because they are <laughs>
1: <laughs> we like I said, I, I take way too much enjoyment from that. Yeah. Um now if you watch much TikTok, you may have run across videos where the, the theme of the video is a father walks into a room, he admonishes and warns his son that too much self-satisfaction could make him go blind. Mm-hmm. Then the father is confronted with the awkward realization that he is blind. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see the ha-ha joke. Well, yeah, all that's great for a chuckle. Little did we know, despite best attempts from Christian organizations, that self-pleasuring can be far more harmful than that. What? Yes. Attention has recently been drawn because of a fellow who upon completion of self love suffered a stroke and nearly died oh, it made no. it made headlines oh, shoot. and as a result of that an unnamed expert has affirmed that 14% of strokes come about from self love activities. Oh, no,
0: did you make that up?
1: I did not make that up. That feels up. fake news. I did to me. not make that up. I do think it's fake news, but I did not make it up. It was their found unnamed expert. This is the claim.
0: <laughs> What's the unnamed expert? The Catholic Church.
1: <laughs> no, I believe his name was Jeff, not an astronaut, Bezos, but I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
0: I'm going to have a question. I will say this.
1: If this was true, we would live in a country of (laughs) blind, stroked out people. That's just kind of how that works.
0: That feels so false. Yeah.
1: Um, An Ohio man has recently made the news. And you may or may not feel the need to cry about this. Uh. So just brace yourself. Winter's coming. All of that. An Ohio man. It's actually an Ohio man and his wife. I misspoke. It's an Ohio husband-wife team sure, sure, sure. that have recently made the news. They are parents, uh, and it sounds like pretty amazing ones. Yeah. Their two children, now adults, both have Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And the parents, very concerned about employment opportunities for their kids and wanting to teach their kids about Finances and and give them additionally further opportunities to develop their own social skills. Well, they purchased an ice cream truck Mm -hmm. and they helped their kids found a business called Special Neat Treats Mm -hmm. where they are – For all intents and purposes, they're they're ushering them into running this business, and it's going outstandingly well, and it's just freaking awesome. Yeah, and I really liked that.
0: Yes, You too. You're crying. I'm crying. You're You're, literally. I'm not crying. You're crying. You have literal tears in your eyes. It
1: touched my heart deeply because as a as my cold dead heart, it flinched. Um, We don't know if that was just a dead nervous reaction, like when you cut a snake's head off. (laughs) Nobody knows for sure. (laughs) But it did touch my heart because, man, I look at my kids and I honestly, I can't I don't know what it's like to be a mom. I don't know what it's like to be a dad from any perspective other than my own. But I know I look at my kids and I think, man, if I could just this thing and I don't know how to do it. And so this is beautiful to me that this dad has found yeah. this dad in conjunction. It's not all him. I don't yeah. mean to make it all about the dad. It's this, these this family. These yeah. parents, they've they've been like, yeah, look, these are concerns we can do this let's do this let's let's try this out and i think that's awesome
0: very awesome i love it
1: yeah um okay last week we discussed what was at that point in time i believe the upcoming released release of craft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream
0: i'm still having nightmares
1: yeah and we, and we had some very real conversations uh, about this of it uh, just sounds bad sounds good whatever there chunks of macaroni in it what what's going on here well we were skeptical, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it's gone. <gasps> did we? Did we do that? No, no. With our influence, maybe,
1: maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. It's not gone because it was terrible.
0: Did we anti-influence it? Maybe. No.
1: Maybe it was introduced in New York, Texas, New Jersey, and California, and it has immediately sold out no! in all locations. No. Yeah.
0: I can't handle it.
1: What's happening? Now, they didn't say whether or not patrons stood around outside the store vomiting. I don't know. (laughs) But it did sell out immediately. So I'm guessing there will be a second limited run at some point for those of us who are now Crafteroni, Creamaroni, I don't know. Curious, whatever. Think up some creative name for that. I don't know.
0: Please stop the planet. I'd like to get off now.
1: (laughs) I at least just want to watch someone else eat it. I don't know if I want to try it. I just want to see them try it.
0: No. It's not gonna be me.
1: Okay. Well we'll see. We'll see. What if I paid you a thousand dollars? Okay, for a thousand dollars, sure. Okay. okay, that's fine. All right, let me see what I can do. All right. Um last is this the last? No, yep, last story.
0: Okay.
1: Still on the topic of food and going back to Australia. Back
0: down injury.
1: A thirteen year old girl was enjoying a snack of Doritos when a shark ate her. No, no. That's oh, just I'm just kidding. That's playing off of all the things about shark attacks in the Australia, New Zealand region of the world. No, that didn't happen.
0: You need to apologize to Claire, right? Now. Listen, she did nothing to it. Claire
1: that. knows she's taken her own friends to the emergency room for such <laughs> oh, atrocities. No. She told me about it. Half a surfboard left and one leg.
0: Claire is our only New Zealand listener. You're going to alienate her with these auspicious claims.
1: Well, if she leaves, I'll share her last name and phone number. So there's that <laughs> will happen. won't happen. Um, 13-year-old girl, she's enjoying a snack of Doritos, and she comes across a Dorito in the bag that is – and I don't know why I feel the necessity to enunciate the T in Dorito, yeah, but I do, true. and I'm not apologetic for that. She I came know. across one that was puffy and weird-shaped.
0: I mean, sometimes it happens.
1: Well, not that often, believe it or not. Really? Not that often, okay. because she took it. She got to feel an entrepreneurial. She took it to eBay. Bidding on the chip reached What? Yeah. And then the buttholes that run eBay said nope, and they removed the listing.
0: Oh, yeah. You can't sell food on there anymore.
1: Evidently, that's the case. But appreciating the girl's love for their snack and not at all pleased with eBay's treatment of her, the powers that be at Dorito have stepped in and they have awarded her $20,000.
0: That's a great story. It is a great story.
1: Now, her father originally insisted that since he bought the food, that the money should be his. <laughs> okay. However, my okay. suspicion is that the public attention they've received has caused him to reconsider.
0: Uh, I sure do hope so. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So that's
1: your news for this awesome week.
0: There was a lot of awesome packed into those news stories. Yeah. Mostly that Jeffrey Bass has to get his his astronauts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he just gets to go look at himself next to a picture of a giant wiener, which is his rocket. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I guess that does it for us.
1: That's it. May you all have an awesome today, which... Please do. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old.